I'm picking up a good bit of vitriol in your voice right now, bro. Good. Good. I'm glad. Nice. I'm really happy about that. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a good episode, dude. Yeah, I bet. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Bay Area Lord Podcast. My name is Mitch. My name is Tanalo. And today, bro, we're about to cover an oldie, bro. An oldie, but a goodie, dude. Yeah. We're about to figure out where it all started with Pop Culture by Knock Loose. Fuck yeah, dude. We have known that we were going to cover... This is similar to the Rings of Saturn episode, almost. We've known that we were going to cover Pop Culture by Knock Loose since we started the podcast. Um, And there's no better time than now, bro. Right. It'll be interesting because I I've listened to this before, but like once, yeah. But it's like your favorite Knock Loose album, right? I fuck you really heavy. you really love this, yeah, yeah, dude. I love this EP. And bro, like back when was your first time listening to Knock Loose? Was it Laugh Tracks? Yes, that was your introduction. Yeah, Oblivion's Peak. Okay, was so the you, first Knock Loose song I ever heard. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, fucking sick, bro. I am excited to see what you think about this EP. I fucking love it. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see like. The difference between the production, I think that's what I'm most curious about. Going from their like first popular EP to, you know, a different shade of blue, which is mm-hmm. just a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But before we get into all that, we had this dope band from Estonia hit us up. Hell yeah. Uh, called Sold. And uh, female fronted metal, you know, from, <laughs> I almost called it the Great White North. But there's a... <laughs> Estonia is like just south of Finland, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had to look that up. I am not, you know, geographically knowledgeable. <laughs> but um, wh- what I love about that part of the world, dude, uh, they they like sent us basically like a teaser, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. They're like, check out our band. And then they had like a clip and it was all edited and shit. It was like a lot of production values. It was really dope to see. I think that I either liked one of their posts or followed them or vice versa. They liked one of our things or followed us. Either way, we followed each other on Instagram and then the first thing I got from them, they sent a message that was a video. Yeah. That was the teaser for their band. It was like, sick. welcome to our page. And that was cool to see. Cause like, you could tell they're taking it super seriously. Oh, yeah. And I, I felt inspired. I was like, dude, I'm so lazy. Like, why am I not sending out? <laughs> why am I not sending out like a welcome to banger alert for everybody that follows <laughs> us on Instagram, you know? And was something I was going to say about it was that there's a, a metal culture in the Scandinavian countries. I don't know if Estonia counts as one of the Scandinavian countries. I, I just genuinely don't know, but like mm-hmm. Finland, Norway, obviously those they're known for metal, but like I remember listening to, I think it was the Henry Rollins on Joe Rogan podcast, like years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he went to Finland, I think. And they were like, and he was like, what music do you guys have here? And they were like, hell yeah, we got music here. Fuck death metal, bro. <laughs> and it's just a fucking culture, you right. know? Right. So like over here we got like synth pop over there. They just, they just fuck with death metal heavy. So I'm about that. I respect it. Oh yeah, dude. I fuck with that. So you can, you were the one that kind of set up. What, what are we listening to this week by then, bro? Oh yeah. Fuck. What, what song, what song did you pick? <laughs> I have the wrong shit queued up. What is wrong with me? So yeah, dude. So we're going to listen to soul. <laughs> we're going to listen to, so they have a EP it's on Spotify and Bandcamp and all that shit. Um, we'll link to it obviously, but we're going to listen to empty words. I sold. Fuck yeah, bro. Let's run it. That was great. Dude, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. 
I went in completely blind other than the teaser that they sent us, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I heard, it, I've heard it before okay, a couple, okay. couple times, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. I saw the teaser and I I heard the like clip of the song and the whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, cool, yeah, we're going to we're going to live react on the episode. Later. Sure. Um this in the and I was, I mean this in like the best way possible. This sounds so mainstream clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, without a doubt. Like it was It's a- got all the production quality of like Arch Enemy and oh, the, those more popular yeah. that they're clearly inspired by, right? Um, I mean, th- these guys are obviously fucking putting in work. Yeah. You know? Dude. Yeah. Like just everything about it, man. Like the mix, the instrumentation, the vocals, very, very professionally done. Yeah. Very, very professionally produced. Um, it sounds like it could be a song for like a movie. I don't know what kind of a movie, but it was like that level yeah, of polish. I, th- I think so. Yeah. That, you know like I mean? a, like a triple X type of movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or like a resident evil or something. Oh yeah. You know? Definitely. Without a doubt. Uh, I do. <laughs> I, I could see that shit. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I thought the riffs, like, albeit a little repetitive, but, you know, solid, well, so solid really, instrumentation. Yeah, very yeah. catchy. That da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? Dude, yeah, I fuck with it. The vocals kind of reminded me of Lamb of God a little bit. Yeah. Like, they, like, how? like yeah, the open to close type trying to of, Trying yeah. to eat the words as you're saying them, right? Yeah, there you go, Kevin. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we mentioned Lamb of God. Are you happy? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> We're going to get an email from Kevin just for this, dude. I bet. Yep. The first time they drop into the clean female vocals, mm-hmm. I didn't expect that at all. No? Yeah. Like, I just thought that most of the time, I'm assuming that, you know, the vocalist that you hear right in the beginning is like how it's going to carry out through the song. Yeah, kind of. Because that's usually how it goes. Most metal bands have like one vocalist. Right. And again, it. coming in off of their, their uh, preview that they sent me on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, obviously female fronted band, but I wasn't sure like to what level or if the vocals at the beginning were the female person right. that was fronting the band. Um, like a, like a, I wrestled a bear one situation where you just have a very talented female vocalist who can hit that type of note or whatever. Right. But uh female cleans come in at 45. And what I like about it was how, um, how juxtaposing yet fitting they were mm-hmm. in this mix. Right. Cause 100%. if the song was a lot more crazy or if it was not a lot more crazy, but if it was more towards like the down tempo breakdown type of heavy shit, right. It would maybe not mesh as well. But because it was already as clean and as polished and as thought through as it was, right? I think it slotted right in like a puzzle piece. And the other thing that was really cool, if you go to like a minute 40 real quick. The, the coupling of yes. the cleans and the dirties. Yeah. I really love that. So what I love about this too is that it's juxtaposition across a couple different like metrics, right? So mm-hmm. low frequency is the low guttural, not guttural, but the low distorted vocals, right? right? High frequency is the female voice. Cleans are on the high female right. voice, but distortions on the low voice. Um, and then also just like the very uh, succinct syllables versus that sort of Lamb of God style, like breaking up the word as you're saying it. So like they're right. juxtaposing across those three different things at the same time. But because one's high and one's low, they can still slide into that mix together and it's still clear to hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, imagine you you draw something, like uh, you draw like a shape or something on a piece of paper and then you do like the, the jagged outline around it. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of what these vocals remind me of. Hmm. So like the female voice is like the clean line and then the, the voice underneath is like the jagged fiery glow beneath it. Like you see on like logos or something. Mitch, the way you perceive the world is very interesting. <laughs> Does that make sense though? Like, does that come across? I, I mean, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> that's why we love you bud uh, anyway but yeah dude <laughs> i i feel like a lot of this stuff has to sound like very proper i, I guess because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this while i was listening to it earlier you have to fit in the beautiful clean vocal 
mm-hmm. into this, you know, aggressive metal track. And like, how do you, like, I feel like you couldn't put female vocals over like a monasteries type of fucking, that's, yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Why, why the bands tend to like have very similar kind of riffs and stuff like that. Very mm-hmm. similar instrumentation. But yeah, dude, I you fuck know. with it. I'm going to have to check out some more of their stuff too. Dude. Yeah, I thought it was great. If, if you guys listen to this, absolutely check these guys out. Click the link. Dude, uh, it's yeah. down there. This so. is at least recent as of 2020. This is relatively. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then is Empty Words, this EP, is this their only music on Spotify right now? Do they got some other stuff? I think they got a couple other singles, but oh, okay, th- nice. this is this is the shit for now. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Dude, hell yeah. All right, sick. Well, guys, definitely check out Soul. Yeah, thank you so much. Clean as fuck. It. And also, thank you, yeah, thanks for the submission, guys. Ooh. Dope. You know what, dude? I'm going to look up Juxtapose because we say that a lot and I want to make sure we're using it right. <laughs> Just to make sure that we're not full what of shit. is Juxtaposition? All right, yeah, so Juxtaposition. Oh, okay, so you were kind of nailing it. The fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effect. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's different than saying contrasting because it's also the element of it being them, they're being together. So we're crushing it, basically, is is what I discovered here today. You know, man, yeah. I was about to start to pretend like I knew that all along, but uh, I absolutely did not. And we've just happened upon saying the correct thing in most of these situations, I think. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say like we're the best, and we're just we're just nailing it. Yeah, bro, I mean, fucking what is it, episode twenty one. We're just professional podcasters yeah, now, dude. dog. We're just, we're just, we're, we're finally pro. We're not, we're not. This costs us money. We are the opposite of pros. <laughs> Dude, I'm in it for the art. I'm in it for the love of the game, I'm in bro. it for the spirit, bro. I, I, I actually am. I actually am in it for the art and the love of the game. Pretty much. Really? I'm only in this to get paid. I don't know what the fuck. Dude, you're doing, you're doing something wrong then, man. The slow and steady rise. Slow and, st- slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we're not making any money. We turned down fucking sponsors. Fuck this shit. Any money. I'm playing the long game, motherfucker. <laughs> any money yet. Um, yeah, no. No, nah, man, absolutely. No, bro. Fucking, yeah, of course. We're, we're in this because we love this shit, bro. Speaking of loving this shit, we're about to listen to some goddamn Knock Loose. I can't which wait. Which I'm so excited. This is the first band we've had uh, twice. Is it? Yeah. I guess it is. It totally is. Well, I mean, we've, okay, we've. Done monastery songs on multiple okay, episodes. Okay, all right. But you mean like Fine. full? Okay, okay. Technically, if you're gonna think about like a full release, sassy motherfucker over there. Whatever, dude. Fucking okay, being a sass. It's been a long time. Episode four was a different shade of blue. That's correct. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was. Was it? It was. Yeah, it was episode four. <laughs> so we're now on episode twenty-one, dude. So it's been wow that long um, since we talked about Knocked Loose. And honestly, man, it's been 21 episodes. Yeah, what the fuck? It's kind of weird, right? It's taking, yeah, it doesn't even feel like it's been that long. No, it doesn't. Yeah. All right, anyway, uh, Knocked Loose, let's go. All right, man, run it. You ever like, you ever just drink a Sprite on a really hot day? Fucking Christ. And it's so refreshing, dude. Jesus fucking shit. Fix. <laughs> That's this album, bro. It's yeah. just like, ah. Oh. Just crack it open, dude. You got the little carbonation shoot out the top and you're just like, ah. Mitch, are you trying to make bad comparisons or is this just how you are, man? Well, okay. Insert whatever you want. It's just so fresh, dude. I like, I love coming back to this album. 
listening to it through. It's just like, ah, yes, it's fresh. Uh, I it's guess, still fresh. I guess I feel you on that. Um, <laughs> Holy <laughs> as weird as that shit was, that just, you just said, anyway, <laughs> I, what I was going to say was this shit came out in 2014. So it's already, it's like seven years old. Yeah. Something like that. If this came out today, I would still be impressed. Like it, yeah. the first time I heard this, I was like, oh, it's, it's too raw. Like blah, 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 whatever. Dumbass old Tantalo thing to say, mm. but this is some fucking great production. Okay. So yeah. on the topic of production, there is a noticeable difference. If you AB this to a different shade of blue, right? Oh like, dude. Yeah. But no, no it, comparison. Hear me out. And the way that you could tell, bro, they actually went back all my friends, the like big song to end off the CP. God, what a fucking song. I think all oh, my shit. friends, sure. The most popular song on the EP, whatever. All my friends sure. is a fucking banger. They went back and re-recorded it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I like the original version better. But you can tell a difference in like music production quality. Oh yeah, it's night and day. But that's not what I, I wasn't saying. Compare this to modern shit. I was saying for what, for, for, for what, what it, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I as, totally agree. Totally as agree. an entry level like beatdown EP, bro. Fuck, dude, they nailed it. Like, well, I, the thing that was impressive for me, bro, is that at least as long as since they've been called Knocked Loose, which I'm pretty sure pop culture was if not one of the first times that they released music under the name Knocked Loose, that mm-hmm. guitar tone is always been there. It's always been fucking legendary. Right. And when we talked about different shade of blue, I think we literally spent like 10 minutes talking about that fucking tone. If you add up all the times we brought it up through the episode, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. It's just so I mean, it's monstrous. good, dude. It's, it's incredible, you know, and they've always had that. They figured that shit out. And that is probably one of the key ingredients to why they are so catchy. Right. And are as big as they are today. Right. I think a big part of it is their guitar tone has like a lot of sustain and okay. a lot of, a lot of meat on it. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't, I don't mean to, to shit on waste cause I, I like waste, but the, remember how I was saying that they have the same kind of like higher, like dum, 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 mm-hmm. dum. I feel like this hits more just because the tone is like, it's got beef. There's a lot more saturation to it. It fills up the sound more. It stays longer. Mm-hmm. It has more of an impact. The bass has a bigger presence in the mix. It's just every, every chord hits a little bit harder. Yeah. One thing that I think is very interesting about this too, is that there are parts where they try to get fast and technical and complicated, but where this really shines is when it's just really simple. And the tone is like speaking for itself. Mm -hmm. Like some of these intros, like dude, the beginning of fucking separate, it's like dun, 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 dun. Right. And that's, you know, that's half of the EP, but it doesn't mean it doesn't hit. No. What I'm saying is that it's like, it's so fucking solid that you don't need to be doing Lucas man shit to fucking no, make it stand out. You know Definitely what I mean? Not. On one end, you have the technical ability of the player and I'm not saying the guitarist in knock loose isn't incredible because he is. I've like seen videos of him playing riffs and stuff and like sure. interviews, but that's not what their focus is on. And that's no. not what the music is really made better by. Right. Their, their writing serves the purpose of the music and brother, this is some angry shit, bro. This is some angsty <laughs> ass this shit. This is bro. some hostile fucking shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. It's not even that like, <laughs> It's not even that dark if you read the lyrics at face value. Like if you just go through and read it without listening to whatever, mm-hmm. it's not the most crazy shit. It's not counterparts like, you know, what was the line like? God would, or if God could, he would break character just to spit in your fucking face. Like it's oh, nothing, yeah. or it's not like super dark and like visceral, like infinite annihilator shit. But the delivery, bro, like Brian Garris's voice on this shit, mm-hmm. he's like strained and like screaming and like. I, the only way I can think to describe it is just 
Imagine somebody who's like halfway through like quicksand, like he's like he's like up to his elbows and fucking quicksand. He's like ah, like just trying to get the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's like it's just that like yeah. fucking almost like a fight for survival is what's coming off in his fucking voice here, dude. Right. And I mean, you can hear a lot of like just frustration at like hometown shit or yeah. Um, what's what's the word? Uh, like the first song, the gospel. Yeah. I mean, just, like just religious angst. Just yeah, just yeah. going in hard. Institution there is what, I, is what yeah, I, the yeah, word yeah. I was looking for. Yep, hatred of the institution, mm-hmm. and bruh. Obviously, if you listen to Knock Loose, you know they're fucking mad. This comes from it's like a different level of heat, and I guess like the rawness adds to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. I was fucking. I was talking to Darren over the weekend. We we're just we were talking about a bunch of shit. But one of the things that we came to, we were like, suffering produces the best art. Yeah. In a lot of situations. And like Tragic Truth. I don't think that the the performance here is disingenuous at all. I don't think no, it could all. be. Like, I don't think that you could pretend to be this angsty and it come off as genuine as it. Maybe you could. But like it's so much more likely that, you know, what's being talked about here, like the subject matter and the way that it comes across is genuine. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why it connects with people because you listen to this and it's just an amplification of whatever uh, problem you may be dealing with in that moment. It's like, Oh yeah, fucking yeah. Right. That's dude. Yeah. Fuck my friends, bro. All my friends <laughs> suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. That's great. But yeah, dude. And the only thing about this EP too, just from a structural standpoint, five songs, the whole thing is like 15 minutes long, uh, 12 minutes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. 12 minutes long. <laughs> it's short as fuck. And the songs all bleed you into each other. Like the yeah. end of the gospel and the separate is basically the same fucking energy. You know what I mean? Same in the manipulator. It's fucking seamless. Yeah. Now, normally if we're listening to an album and the songs are starting to bleed together, it could be good or bad. I think it's good here oh, because it's, it's a, it's like a succinct message throughout. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's just like, I think like fuck the institution. And then these songs are like kind of maybe, maybe we're thinking about 2D, but I think the songs are different aspects of institutions that you see in like culture. And I think yeah. that's why the album's called pop culture. Let's get into it. Anyway. All right. So the gospel dude. Yeah, dude. Track <laughs> one, bro. This is some angsty shit right off the bat dog. Yeah. Um, I, I no holding back. Like track number one, we're fucking pissed off about the church. Dude, you, I'm, I'm going to yell at you about you it. You can know? tell they're pissed off before he even says anything. Like they do such a good job with the, it's like the least amount of effort possible from a music, per, like dun dun, like two notes to convey, like <laughs> we're fucking mad right now. Like, right. I don't I know. I think that's the appeal of like the entire beat down genre. Yeah. It's just, it, it's so little that conveys so much. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's fucking sick. So they got this intro like dun, 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 dun. And then the double bass comes in, bro. Like, and the other two, it's just so fucking simple. Like, don't, don't. Like, on the drums, you know, just like yep. kind of opening it up. And, bro, I've seen this live before, dude. And we are fighting right now at the oh, beginning dude, of the song. The crowd is moving, dude. Man. Yo, bro, it does not take much, dude. <laughs> it does not take much. Because, you know, the other thing, too, is that all right, I've seen it both ways. Um, Warp Tour, they didn't have that much time. They played this song. They just kind of did their thing and then were on their way. But mm-hmm. I've also seen Knocked Loose in a different setting when they were like, you know, one of the main bands that was playing that evening for whatever. They had more time. And like Brian's like stomping around, like yelling at people and shit. Yeah. And it's like, at least the time I saw him, it wasn't like, open the shit up or whatever. It was just like, fuck you. You know, like, <laughs> fuck you. Ah! like, just like yelling at people and shit, just like getting hype back yeah, and forth. Pretty much. Just opening up. I think that's another one of the appeals of the genre too, is just how fucking crazy the live show is here. Yeah. Cause you're attracting all those angsty teenagers, which are, going to move a lot more than the fucking 40 year old audience at all that remains. You know what I mean? 
But yeah, and then at 35 <laughs> seconds, they're doing this like really slow shit. They just go into like a blast beat. Yeah, it just it devolves into chaos like immediately. Right. Maybe it's like intentionally off-putting. Yeah. You know? I think it is. I yeah. think it is because he's not singing to the music. Not there. at all. He's just like screaming <laughs> into the microphone. Yeah, everybody's off offbeat. It's it's interesting that way. Yeah. Um, I like how it kind of spreads out like that. Like it's kind of offbeat and off-putting and weird and doesn't sound correct. Right. But then it kind of like immediately after that, pull it back right. in. Right. Pull it into this dope riff. That is a fucking solid riff. And just with mm. the with the simple backing beat behind it, it's just I don't, it's so accessible and so I just, I, it's just it's fucking good. I don't even know like really how to describe it. It's like I don't <laughs> I don't want to be mistaken in like I don't want to be like praising it because it's easy. I want to praise it because it's 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 accessible and can also convey all of the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there is really simple music that just does nothing, you know? But this shit is going to get people passionate enough to kill each other at the live show. And it's also something that you could learn to play after a couple months of guitar lessons, probably a couple minutes, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> really dude. I mean, this, stuff, this is easy, but it's, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. it hits. Yeah. And I think that's what we were talking about earlier with the rings of Saturn versus blah, blah, blah. It's just, these guys have, have just mastered the formula of like a, a simple riff with amazing production and unreal heaviness. I mean, it, it doesn't take a complicated riff to get the crowd into a frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, uh, they are killing each other at these fucking shows, man. Knock loose is insane live. Yeah, bro. They are insane. At least it, like when I've seen them live both times, easily one, top three or four most dangerous crowds. Oh, yeah. In. You know what I mean? Yeah, without a doubt. W- sure. Without a doubt. <laughs> That's some fun <laughs> shit, bro. Go to one minute and one second real quick. So right there, I like how they have that high guitar tone. Mm-hmm. The what is that the feedback? There you go. Yeah, the feedback. Sorry, yeah. but then that da, 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 like the drum, the bass right there, mm-hmm. the bass tone, fucking sick. I've tried to do that on my bass guitar. Like I've tried to set it up to make that fucking sound. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I don't know what the fuck that is. I need to <laughs> find better tutorials. But yeah, that shit's fucking sick. I also love how that's like a thing in this genre. Yeah, just the stereotypical like, hey guys, guess what? The slow, heavy parts come and get ready to kill your friends. Right, it's textbook. <laughs> textbook, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think the first uh, the first episode we did, or I'm sorry, the the first knock loose episode was like where we started the whole textbook thing. Yeah. This band is fucking well, textbook. That's dude. the way they to describe the it, bro. If you're going to read genre, man, if you're going to read instructions on how to be heavy. This is the band that I would point you to, to explain it in the least amount of words. You yeah, know what like I'm saying? Specifically beat down heavy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You can be heavy and complicated and heavy and technical right. 100%. And that also is really fucking heavy and there is heavier music than this, but this still is fucking insanely heavy yeah. with very little effort. Fucking arf arf dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Go to one minute, 34 seconds, dude. Sorry, this is just going to be show and tell. I fucking love this album. Love it. So this is a specific example of like that teenage. No, no, that's right. Fuck. I didn't even catch that. You know what I mean? No, no, (laughs) no. 
Oh man, that's great. Bro, he's fucking over it, dude. It's relatable. <laughs> I, no, I don't want to fucking go to the grocery store, you know? Fucking big relate, dude. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> last last show and tell moment here. Good 154, bro. But you, you got it all figured out. You're counting down the days. But what makes you so certain? You're the one to be saved. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Heavy. Yeah. So, okay. The low vocals here are Isaac Hale, who also is playing guitar mm-hmm. here as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool back and forth, but also like, you know, seeing this live dude, Brian's just like stomping around like, oh, so you got it all figured out. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking love it, bro. I feel it, dude. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. <laughs> and like that little guitar thing in the background, like, like that little walk up it's doing. All right, man, separate. So for me, this song starts off like kind of like weak, but it trend, it transitions into one of the best tracks in the EP for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the way it bleeds into manipulator. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. But first thing I wanted to point out was this little Weedle shit that happens at 50 seconds. Dude. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's the highest his guitar gets the whole time, dude. <laughs> for the whole for the whole band's career, I think. <laughs> but yeah, he's never played that far up on the fret before, dude. Well, it was a pitch harmonic. Yeah, so, well, so that's cool. I'm but. still wrong as fuck. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, "Oh shit! All right," because you gotta have the, that flare, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dun 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 dun. That shit's great, but it can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have mm-hmm. some flare, some riffs, which these guys have. In droves, you know, so I thought that stood out. I thought it was great. Yeah, dude, the thing I love about this too, the way they transition between parts, imagine for a minute that I'm like reading you lines on a page or whatever, mm-hmm. like a like a poem or some shit in English class. Mm-hmm. You're like, read a line, you pause, and you read the next line, and you pause. They like play a part of their song, breathe pause. for a second, play, play the, the next part line. of their song, pause. and it's very fucking, it, it gives it this feel where it all feels very deliberate no matter how kind of crazy it starts to go. Huh. I don't know if you got that at all. No, but I can see it. I think that also another thing that contributes to that is that on average, the tempo seems to be a little lower than you would have in like really heavy music. Oh yeah. Or like maybe not even lower, but there are definitely a lot more like slower parts. Sure. The only really fast part in this whole damn EP is in all my friends. Yeah. Really? I mean, except for the intro to the gospel, but, but yeah, dude, so separate. This is a great like workout song, bro. Yeah. Like, all these men are just boys. Separate them, you know, like, <laughs> um, dude, holy shit. Go to one minute and 26 seconds. They are part of your tribe. I'm All these men are just All these men are just like just walking into that and then everything transitions in that one phrase yeah. down into the fucking drop. That oh, is an so excellent transition. Yeah, bro. And then, you know, that's benefit of having two vocalists you got isaac in the back is it any wonder why these guys are just just crushing the genre yeah i mean they had the formula down from way back when but yeah i feel like if i was a producer for modern hardcore music i would just wish an ep like this got to my desk right you know what i mean it checks a lot of boxes 
Um, it's definitely, if anything, memorable, and I'm not really sure why. But yeah, that without, first, without a doubt. I, well, okay. I mean, I could guess it why. We've been talking about all the reasons why it's memorable, but like even that just line, bro. That's not the best vocal perf- Like when he says all these, or what's he say? Fucking all these men are just boys, and like builds up to that or whatever. Right. That's not the best transition from speaking to screaming I've ever heard. That's not the best, like... Well, it's the weird thing about Knock Loose is that we've heard this stuff before and we've heard it since and we've heard it better and we've heard it worse. Why is Knock Loose yeah, why do you so remember good? They do it. I right? don't know. I think one aspect of it is Brian's fucking voice, dude. There are mm-hmm. not that many other vocalists that sound like he does. Right. Like, just that angsty higher register. Like, that just fucking annoyed, bro. Like, if anything, you know? Yeah. It's got all the rage and the spite and the anger, but really it's just annoyed bro and like relatable because of it for some reason yeah yeah i i, I feel like most people don't want to like m- like murder most people just want to like <laughs> yell at the sky about their problems right 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 you know? yeah this this is this type of music is like the impulse to rear in that asshole in front of you to cut you off in traffic type of thing you know mm-hmm. like this is day-to-day angst this is Except not it's getting it out without actually doing the thing where they have the the breakdown line of all pigs must die screaming in a pool of filth. Yeah, it's like okay, I can st- I can tell you on paper why that's heavy. No, and but it's, like it's fucking heavy and it <laughs> it hits right, right. But um, I don't relate a, to it though. You no, know but what like I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because screaming in a pool of filth, it is a really fucking heavy thing. But that's not a relatable situation. Exactly. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that, I think that's what it is, bro. Because hmm. again, heavy ass line, and that's a fucking heavy breakdown line. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you can't imagine what it's like to do that, but you can't imagine what it's like to sit in church and disagree with what they're saying. Yes. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. That's gotta be. That's pretty succinct. Yeah. I, I thought, you know what? Yeah. That, that, yeah. All right. Right on. We yeah. figured it out. Right. Guys, we solved knock loose. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> you have any other stands for this? No, man. Good. Um, All right. Listen to the transition. <laughs> well, yeah, Listen to the transition between separate and manipulator two. Before you fucking send it, the end, the last line of this song is like, you are a fucking waste of space. Just waiting for hell. I know. Bro, like this is the best ending ever. Heavy and relatable. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Manipulator. God, that's fucking clean. Yeah, bro. That yeah, that like kind of droney, and then they bring the deep that boom, like in like it's seven seconds. When I heard that, I was like, all right, separate might be the best one. That's I mean, obviously, all my friends is the best track. Manipulator two. So, okay, pop culture is their first EP, like their first release yeah. of uh, you know, like a group of songs together. But they dropped a bunch of singles and stuff before you this, mm-hmm. right? And I think. I read two different things that kind of conflicted either manipulator was the name of a song on an early demo or manipulator was one of the original band names of knock loose. Oh, so manipulator two, maybe this song is like the first song they wrote is not to Yeah. It's like we're, we're manipulator two, bro. This is what the shit turned into after we figured ourselves out a little more or something. I don't know, hmm. but either way, I don't think the name of the, well, I was going to say, I don't think the name of the song has that much to do with the lyrics, but I think it kind of does. Because this song's kind of about drugs, I think. Like the first line in the song, like everything I feel is coming out my nose. Oh God Almighty, this is an overdose. But mm. anyway, huh? Um. <laughs> so go to one thirty-two. <laughs> like, so into that thought. <laughs> one thirty-two. Let's listen to a clip. I can't 
Okay, so the reason why I showed you this, I want you to recognize how big of a presence the drums have, even though we haven't been specifically talking about that, yeah. because the vocals are doing the exact same thing here. The guitars are doing the exact same thing here. Mm -hmm. And then the drums go from fucking ripping it to not ripping it. And it completely shifts the whole vibe of the song. Yeah. That's something we brought up before. Mm -hmm. um, just with, with most music, I guess, is very frequently forget that drums are controlling the pace and the vibe of the music a lot of the time. A lot of, I feel like a lot of people think it's vocals or guitar just because that's what's up front, but nah, dude. Uh, drum and bass is really driving the entire flow of the song. Right, right. Yeah, you're going to listen and remember the vocals and the guitarists when you think of a song, but what really separates it, puts the, sh the floor under your feet in a lot of cases is the drum and the bass. Mm -hmm. But yeah, good shit. Also, go to like 151 real quick, bro. I'm not fading, I'm just mad at me sober I'm never looking back, I'm not looking for closer, I say oh. Again with the relatable, like, like I'm not straight edge, I'm just, I'd just rather be sober. It's funny because, you know, like my brother Matt, he's like 24, he still doesn't drink, but he's not like fucking straight edge because a lot of people aren't going to fall onto an extreme right. anyway, you know what I mean? Um, right, because that's what Straight Edge turned into. It was yeah, like yeah, a fucking cult. Yeah, pretty much. Right, it's like you you can't ever drink or do drugs. If you do, you're not Straight Edge. Like there's no there's no such thing as like a relapse. You're either Straight Edge or you're fucking not. You're right. either in the club or you're not. Yeah. Also, point I want the thing I want to point out here at the end of that phrase as well is it gets to the end of that. You know, I'm not Straight Edge. Like, edge. I just rather be sober. I'm looking for closure. Whatever he says. That oh, as I think the closest thing on this album to when he barks on. Uh, Yes. <laughs> Fucking uh, was it's, counting it's, worms. It's the beginning of the R farf. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's finding his way. He's finding his way. He's developing his voice, dude. I, I mean, like, the R farf and counting worms revolutionized this genre of music unironically. Oh, oh. Memes are the driving force, you know, popular music. That's just the way. Of yeah, things. absolutely. Bro. And the other <laughs> thing too, pop culture, the, uh, all right, let me tell you this little story. The cover of the EP is like a chain link fence the with dog. like a fucking yeah. pissed off pit bull behind it, right? Yeah, that is a pit bull, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like a pit bull. I this think is a great album art, dude. It's like kind of blurry and, and shitty looking. It's like someone was running from a pit bull, jumped a fence and took a quick shot with a Polaroid. <laughs> you know? yeah. Actually, yeah. Like that, yeah. What if that's what it is? That might be what it is. Yeah, running away from a fucking dog, right. had the wherewithal after hopping the fence to turn around and take a picture of it. No title. No band name. It's just no logo. That, that's good album art right there. Yeah, bro. I own this vinyl and um, the album, you know, I, I hung it up on my wall and I was telling Ash, I was like, oh, babe, look, it's a puppy. You know, like it's it's a dog. Dogs are really cute, right? She's like, not that dog. That dog looks, <laughs> that dog looks mean. But all right. Another thing though, the Arf, Arf and Counting Worms, um, when I first heard Not Loose, first song I heard was Counting Worms. Yeah, right? I'm not going to pretend like I was here since the beginning, bro. Right. Fucking nobody was. But yeah. Uh, when I went to Google it, I typed in Knocked Loose and this is the album cover. And I legit thought that this was the album cover for Laugh Tracks mm. when I first saw it because I connected the fucking dog and the yeah, yeah. or whatever. But anyway, but yeah, simple, effective, and more importantly than that, rememberable. Memorable. Memorable. God damn is, it. Is the word. <laughs> Bro, holy shit. That's okay, Mitch. I forgive you. <laughs> rememberable. Speaking of great album art, Laugh Tracks is some goddamn great album art. It's the pinnacle, bro. It's so it's like good. The best drawn album logo thing character. Yeah. So good. So simple. I mean, we're not talking about laugh tracks, so we're going to end that. We probably will someday. Here, but yeah. 
I mean, jump shit, ahead dude, to episode fucking 48 or 87. whatever. Yeah, 200. Who knows? Whatever yeah. we talk about, laugh track. Whatever. <laughs> um, Small victories. This song's great. Yep. It's also really quick and uh, fast and punchy, and I, and I fuck with it. Yep. I don't know why it's called Small Victories. Um, small uh, victories, it, it, nothing worth my time. I was, like, I was gonna say, isn't the first line in the song "small victories"? Yeah, he, he like says it. I'm not really <laughs> sure what this song is about, but it's also like a really short song. Uh, yo, bro, go to 116 real quick. Okay, sorry. Yeah, small victories, nothing worth my time. I can't get my failures out of my fucking mind. Okay, yeah, I think that's just a say. Like people say, like, oh yeah, take your take small steps, small victories, and and that can really piss off somebody who's in the shit. There we go. Yeah, because it's like, no, dude, I'm failing really hard, and you say you telling me to take small victories pisses me the fuck off. That fucking because it's not working. (laughs) Sitting in the house and the house is on fire, and it's like I'm fine. This is fine. This is someone else telling you that you're fine. You're like, bro, the fucking house is on fire. Right. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I'm a dumbass. So just get a bucket of water, man. Small victories, baby steps. Right, yeah, yeah. We're going to put this fire out one bucket at a time. The fucking house is collapsing. Yeah. You know? Let me go ahead and say that that is a, a a valid, like, positive mental attitude. Yeah. Small victories. I'm not, but when you're, when you're in the shit, this is just universal. When you're having a bad fucking time, somebody telling you to, like, cheer up or something... <laughs> This, I mean, yeah, you might as well just like have lit the bomb. You it, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, there's absolutely it's like telling someone to calm down. Small victories <laughs> works really well when you have two people that are very like mentally healthy and stable that are trying to achieve a goal. Right? Yeah, exactly. So if, if you know, we're both happy and healthy and we're just trying to run a marathon, but we're working up to run like those one mile, one mile at a time. One small victory. Dude, you yeah. run, you ran 13 miles this week or if whatever. You, if you tell me one mile at a time when I'm at mile 25 and I'm hallucinating and my legs are broken, I will use the rest of my energy to punch you in the face. <laughs> you're at the end of the fucking marathon. That wasn't where I was going with that metaphor, but like in that example, I guess you're at the yeah, end of the fucking, you're, you're at mile 26 and you got some asshole jogging. Every step is a victory. It's like, fuck off. I'm, I'm dying. I don't know where my feet went. They're back there somewhere, bro. The shoes are worn through. My nipples are bleeding. Yeah. Does that actually happen? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Disc- that's crazy. You know what's funny? All sorts of horrific shit happens in like long races that no one ever talks about. I'm sure they don't. Yeah, like people like pretty regularly shit themselves during marathons. Right. No one ever talks about that, and I don't know why. Man, uh, I I've never shat standing up, let alone shitting while running. Right. Now, not only that, but you're getting your hydration and your energy on the go, right? So you're taking like salt pills or like uh, like carb gels and stuff. So you're just getting like liquid nutrition, and marathons can take like three to five hours, right? So right. your body's just still working that whole time. Not only that, but all the up and down motion is jostling your insides, and you're just gonna shit. It's gonna happen. You know, man, I cannot even imagine working that hard. <laughs> Not only that, but the nipples bleeding through your tank top thing. Yeah, that's real. Um, just dry out and get, well, they, they chafe. So like, oh uh, shit, unless you're, unless you're wearing like really proper fitting clothing or, and you're like really cut. So like your skin doesn't move that much, mm-hmm. but like me, I'm not cut. So like my skin does move a lot. So you get nipple chafing when you run, dude. Yes. That sucks, bro. Everybody does. You can't just like put band-aids over your nipples well, before you, you start. You can, but they, they make like friction stuff that you oh, rub on sensitive parts of your body. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's, it's called like body glide or whatever. A That's bunch cool. of people make it, but welcome to the banger Lord podcast <laughs> where we discuss bloody nipples. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, dude, 
I, I don't know where we're ever going to talk about this again, so I'm going to fucking wear this out. Hit it, yeah. Might so, like I had m- one of my old neighbors back home. She got into marathon running like shortly after I, I left New York or whatever. Sure. Um, she's ran a bunch of races. And she was like, yeah, and I remember my, running my first marathon. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't realize I was going to bleed through my sneakers. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Marathon runners are hardcore. That's a different human, bro. And I was, uh, one more thing. Then we can get back sure. to, the, to the heaviness, but. I was watching this video. Uh, it must've been the end of a popular marathon, a bunch of runners with tags running by. And there was like this grandma on the track and she was holding out her hand. So it was like, Oh, high five grandma. <laughs> and you know, some runners would come out of the crowd and everybody's just dying, dude. It's a mile 25 of a 26.2 mile race. Right. And they're coming out and some of them are hitting grandma's head. Some of them are just gliding by. And one comment was like, dude, everyone who doesn't, you know, high five grandma is a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And then the reply was like, or they're hallucinating. Shit gets weird towards the end, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there is no grandma. Maybe they see grandma and they're not sure if she's really there. Have you ever heard, uh, did you ever watch the uh, JRE with Courtney Dalwalter? I did. Yeah. She was the ultra marathon yeah. runner. Yeah. Remember her talking about like seeing creatures that weren't there in the forest and shit. Yeah. And dude, what's crazy, man. All right. I've, all right. So the only thing that I the only analogous ex, ex, experience I've ever had to that is driving while you're really tired. Oh, that's the worst. You know, like, dude, I, I hate driving when I'm tired. Man. I've been dead tired driving and you start like, I fucking will see people like run out of the road in front of my car and shit. This has only happened once or twice in my life, but if yeah. I have to be somewhere and I've been awake for way too long, but I'm they did, like, they didn't exist. It didn't exist at all. Yeah. It was a complete fabrication. Yeah. I'd imagine running. Cause like that other thing too, she was awake for fucking like 50 something hours straight to do that. Right. right? Well, I think she slept for like a minute. Bro, she laid down. <laughs> she slept for fuck. Wasn't it like her? She had her coach literally, literally wake her up one minute, one minute in like 10 seconds or something. Yeah. And then she was mad about the 10 seconds. No, she was like, why'd you let me sleep so long? He was like, I only let you sleep for a minute. She that's was right. Like, that's right. <gasps> Really? Awesome. <laughs> because she thought she had slept for like an hour. I misunderstood she, that. She felt so thing. rested. I thought she was mad that he let her sleep longer than like a minute. Whatever. Yeah, I guess when your body goes into extreme stress, a minute of sleep feels like a t- an entire night. Because it's like, yes, please, anything. You get through a whole fucking sleep cycle in one minute. Your brain's just like, whoop, whoop, yeah, reset. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and if you know more is coming too. Right. And you're driven to accomplish the goal. Kind of like Navy SEALs in Hell Week. Yeah. They stay awake for 130 hours and they get one hour of sleep on Wednesday. I've really wanted to achieve. I've never wanted to achieve like that. So go to 116, dude. (laughs) Oh, that's right. We're talking about knock loose. Pop culture. Uh, Track number four, small victories at 116. Here we go. Fucking poetry snaps, dude. Oh, that's one of the heaviest parts of the whole album, dude. That's that's a that is a kid talking to his father that left way too early, right there, brother. I'm not. I don't know if that's the situation at all. No, but I mean, art is what you get out of it, right? Right. So, selfish bastard, never know love. Yeah. I mean, sounds sounds right up the alley of like deadbeat dad, right? You know whether or not that's true. That's funny. A lot of these uh, really heavy bands, a lot of them have like really like stable and happy family lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Like Parkway Drive, you would never know that those dudes were in like one of the most successful, ridiculously heavy, angry metal bands of all time. If you met them outside of the right, band. Cause right, because they're all so ridiculously chill. Knock Loose is chill too. Weren't you saying, yeah, I remember that because- We talked like, about it in This is shit. my bus. This is where I play Breath of the Wild. It helps me chill out. It's super fucking, yeah. yeah and like The most chill people. I follow Brian Garris on Instagram and like he'll just- post videos of him like out on a hike, you know, with yeah, his just hanging out, just chilling, dude. 
Yeah. Enjoying yeah. life. That's, yeah. It, it's so weird. You would never think that, I guess as an outsider, not to, not to like segregate the fucking, but you know what I mean, right? Like if you'd never seen a metalcore show before and you went to a knock loose show, you'd be like, those kids are demons mm-hmm. and everybody's violent. I need to get the fuck out of here. But no, dude, they're going to go back to their tour bus and just like chill out and play some games and I mean, go on hikes and okay, shit. That being said, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to just assume that it's all peachy anyway. Uh, maybe, maybe there are like no, some real no. anger, maybe some trauma in the past. Or oh, something dude, that I'm not inspired. saying at all that they're making it up. That's, you know, right, right, right. Like this, I, these feelings are real. You comes can hear from a it. genuine place. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. But at least what is presented, they seem like they're happy and, you know, successful. Right, people. right. That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. Right, right, yeah. right. All right, man, here we are. All my friends. This song is a fucking banger. Certified bro. banger. Yeah. Seal of approval, fucking textbook, whatever the fuck you want to call it. This song rips. And again, it very bad. It's back to that relatable shit, bro, because everybody has worried about like scrutiny from their friends or having fake friends, mm-hmm. you know, being in a situation where you like trusted somebody and they laughed at it or they made fun of you or did some shit to you. And then you're like feeling bad about it. Something just hit me. Yeah. It, I don't know if it relates to this song at all, but again, art is in the eye of the eye of the beholder. Right. So like, back in middle school, like I literally had zero friends and I'll tell you that now, mm-hmm. but when I was in middle school, I was like, yeah, I have friends. Yeah. Just cause I was desperate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I needed to, to fit. I needed to belong. So I called the people who antagonized me, my friends. Yeah. Well, dude. And again, <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird, weird thing, bro. I'm in the same, I got some really good old friends that I've had since I was a little, little kid, mm-hmm. but outside of those people, I was in kind of a very similar situation in middle school specifically where I right. just, you know, I had like one friend, you know what Dude, I mean? What is it about middle school where kids are just fucking treacherous? Dude, well, because everybody's fucking, everybody is just realizing hormonal and yeah, awful. right. Just yeah. changing at the same time. But like I would walk down the hallway and my thing was, I would just dap everybody up that I could. And I would feel better. The more people I could just dap up on the way to class in between classes. Wow. But yeah. I don't know those fucking people. No, it yeah. was, it was very strange. That, that and I can imagine. Strange. Yeah. Uh, like, and I was doing that to try to psych myself into thinking that I was in a, right. in a comfortable place. You're just collecting social stock at that point. Right. Yeah. You know? I, was, I was fucking, or you thought you were, yeah, I didn't I, like, I really didn't have that many friends and I was, you know, not popular by any stretch of the imagination or anything like that. Middle school's weird, man. It's tough. All my friends has one of the strongest song structures on yeah. this album that tells a, I think the story told here is the most clear out of all the other, at least for me, like it makes the most sense chronologically the way the song is laid out. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of the song, there's like two lines. It's like, how do I tell my kids that growing up doesn't suck and that their friends are always there when nobody gives a fuck. Right? Like those are two of the lines. Yeah. And then that's what goes into the no, no, like 123. If you want to play that. And do I tell Yeah, so there, I, that was two of the like four or five lines that he hits right there about mm-hmm. his, you know, growing up doesn't suck, whatever. And then he goes to that no, no, no. And then it's like a turning point, like him deciding like, all right, all my friends have problems with themselves. Yeah. Uh, nobody talks about it. Nothing helps. Uh, we tuck it deep inside so no one can see. Then we think about it later in our fucking dreams, right? Yeah. No. All my friends have problems with themselves. We don't talk about it, nothing Help! We don't get deep inside So no one can see That we think about it later in our fucking dreams Alright, I've not 
known what this was about. That is a brilliant creative decision. Here's what I think. That's yeah, so it's good. so good. Here's what I think it is, right? Because the line is, uh, we talk it deep inside so no one can see. Then we think about it later in our fucking dreams. The mm-hmm. implication being your insecurity is what you're thinking about later in your fucking dreams. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody's actually ever had this fucking dream, but you hear the story of walking into school and you're not wearing your pants or whatever, and it's humiliating. Yeah. Or like, if you're nervous for your first You just notice that you're in your underwear yeah, and, you're, and, you're, and everybody's oh, pointing shit. and laughing. Yeah. Right. This is like- going to where his friends are like to a party or something. Everybody just turns and just fucking busts out laughing at him. Like right. embarrassing. Like you're fucking just and, literally pure insecurity. And he's just like yeah. there amongst all what he thought of his friends. Like what the fuck? Right. <laughs> and this is such yeah. a perfect way to illustrate that. I think. Yeah. So then after that, it comes back in and then the fucking breakdown line is all my friends are dead. And yeah, there really is a narrative to this song. Isn't there? There is. Yeah. I didn't notice that. That's it's fucking sick, right? Yeah. It's structured. All my friends are dead! All my friends are dead! Fucking climbing ah. riff, dude? Yeah, dude. You think they're going to go back down because that's what they've done for the rest of the day? Dun, 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 dun. That's nah, that's really nah. interesting melodically. Well, and, and again, there was that breakdown earlier. It was right. I don't know what it is about climbing riffs in a breakdown, but that shit fucking... Hits, bro. Right. It's so good. But yeah. And I got to point out the tone and production is so important. And mm-hmm. honestly, dude, the more I listen to this, the more I'm like, this production is fucking great for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, obviously, a different shade of blue is like next level. That's like super professional, really methodically thought out. But mm-hmm. for for its time and for what it is, like a five track AP from a budding band. Right. In a weird it's like subgenre of metal. Mm-hmm. This is fucking flawless production. Dude, yeah. And the drums sound amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds fucking crazy, bro. Like, I guess just to put a cap on all my friends. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to say about that is that the beginning of the song, he makes the decision to not be optimistic and that he's not going to live his life pretending that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. How do I tell my kids that growing up doesn't suck? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then the no, 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 no. And then having the realization, like what the fuck? Like all my friends aren't really friends and I'm just trying to, I'm just projecting that they're friends on them and I'm actually alone. And then deciding like, you know what? Fuck it. All my friends are dead. All these people that I thought were cool. They're fucking dead to me, dude. Fuck that shit. And then moving yeah. on and becoming independent as a result. That's what I was able to get out of it at least. Yeah. But that's kind of the arc of this song. Mm-hmm. And there's like a beginning, middle and end. And it's so fucking cool how he did that. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I I don't have anything to add or contradict to that. That's just fucking great. And one of the reasons why I wanted to cover this EP in general right now is like, there are a ton of really, really good bands that, you know, I, I see on Instagram and that like we've interacted with or whatever mm-hmm. that are at this stage in their career. You know what I'm saying? And I think Nautilus is a good example of like right. how the fuck they blew up, bro. Right. You have something that's good and they just kept doing what they believed to be good until people heard it. And we're like, yeah, right. oh, yeah, that shit's good. And now they got fucking three and a half million listens on all my friends. All right, man. So that was pop culture by Knock Loose. It sure was. Fuck yeah, bro. Heavy as shit. Love that EP. <laughs> <laughs> if you have an EP or an album or a band that you'd like to send us for us to check out, bro, mm-hmm. hit us up in the DMs. Banger Alert Podcast on Instagram.com or yes, please. Banger Alert Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, we're a little bit slower to respond on Gmail. We're sorry about that. We're working on it. Um, mm. Mitch, I mean, Mitch is on his cell phone all day. So, like, 
you send him a DM. He's like, oh yeah, right, right on. Like, whereas I'm fucking don't touch technology because I'm old, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I end up taking a lot of work calls from my cell phone. And so while I'm sitting there in a meeting, I don't need to be in. I'm just like scrolling Instagram. <laughs> um, so anyway, but yeah, reach out to us. Reach out to yeah, us. Please hit us up. We, we love hearing your bands. Um, we're going to try to get to all of it at some point. You know, if if we ever get to a point where we have a wait list, that would be incredible. That would be a great problem. We're kind of there. I mean, Sold sent us their music two episodes ago. I think. So now yeah. we, we've made them wait two episodes, which I'm so sorry, dude. Sorry, guys, Sold, if you're listening to this, if you hear us, uh, sorry it took us this long to get around to your music. Yeah. And I said it last episode, I guess I'll say it again. We want to keep it like, I want to give people their spotlight, bro. I don't want right. to cover like a ton of shit at one time. Right, I mean? right, right. And we were considering that like, should we just do like three at the beginning? It's like, no, because no one's no, going to no, fucking no. remember. So yeah. yeah, so y'all were sick. Like, I'm really glad that we got the chance to check out your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be recording. We're, we're going to try to record like a backlog of shit. Yeah. Because we've gotten into this bad habit of like recording on Friday, editing on Saturday and posting on Monday. And it just sucks. Well, yeah. And <laughs> also with the, the gas shortage and in, in the, in the South, you know, right now, yeah, dude. But we literally like, I think we're late on this episode right now. We're, we are. Yeah. We're, we usually upload today. This and, was actually uh, supposed to drop at one o'clock today. And now yeah. it's like, it's like seven o'clock at night. But right. anyway, no, but I, I mean, it is what it is. Like yeah, whatever. It was just a weird weekend. Like I got the COVID shot. I was sick as fuck on Saturday. Yeah, you told me about that, bro. You know? Oh, yeah. um, and then this bullshit gas shortage, which, uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for being dipshits and panic buying and creating the problem that you were scared of. Thanks, fucking morons. Boomers. Yeah, no. Jesus but, uh, Christ. Did you see the pictures of people filling up like plastic bags with gas? I saw somebody filling a picture of somebody filling a laundry hamper up with gasoline. Dude. That can't be real. That's, <laughs> no, that's got to be a meme. But she was bent over a gas. Like she had the gas thing. And she was bent over it, like filling it with gas at a pump. And uh, whatever. There's there's no way. That's got to be edited. Anyway, one more time. This has been the Banger Alert Podcast. My name is Mitch. My name is Tanelo. See you guys in the next one. Thanks. Adios. Is it just me or is like oven baked pizza the only shit where you can burn your mouth on it and still keep eating it? Okay, yeah. Do you not resonate with that? No, I do. But the thing is, though, bro, getting your mouth burned by oven-baked pizza is so different from getting your mouth burned by anything else. Right. Like, Why is that? It's it's edible napalm, bro. If you if you go in too early, especially, what's the worst is when you have, like, a big-ass, like, fluffy slice of DiGiorno, right? Mm-hmm. And then you bite into it, and your mouth is closed, and it's touching the bottom and top of your mouth at the same time because it's so fucking thick. Yeah. And then just top of it is molten, like, calories. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just bring it up because like I'm constantly tongue in the roof of my mouth because I made some fucking I made a bad decision today and made some red baron pizza, had that <laughs> shit for lunch. You know. I mean that Cause, sounds cause, like a fucking good decision. Because I'm classy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just had a workout, feeling good, feeling healthy, feeling great. Red Baron. <laughs> Nice. And you know, obviously I, I just, I just chomped on that shit as you do. And it absolutely was not cold enough to eat. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, living with that, but I kept eating it. I think that there, there's a special level of maturity you have to get to, to actually let the fucking thing sit for five minutes after you pull it out of the oven. I'm not there yet. dude. I'm still not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, I'll dunk it in blue cheese. It'll be fine. Yeah. College degree. Check. Career job. Check. Can wait for pizza when we pull it out of the oven. Still working on that one. Age starts with a three check.